The justice rolled down like water, righteousness like a mighty stream for our grandsons and granddaughters. Remember to remember the dream. Welcome to Songs and Stories from Home as we continue to remember the dream. This week, 1968 and beyond. This podcast is being shared at the end of September of 2020, just a few weeks before a presidential election that will in many ways, from small to significant, define and decide the future and the fate of our country, of the country our grandchildren will inherit. It's a watershed moment, an inflection point, similar to that of 1968, when I cast my first vote for president. Since the election of Richard Nixon that year, landmark legislation like the Civil Rights Bill and the Voting Rights Act and all they represented and continue to represent, instead of being built upon to create a more perfect union, have continued to be undermined and under attack. In presidential politics, there's a through line from Richard Nixon to Donald Trump. Nixon's southern strategy and racial dog whistles replaced by raw meat rhetoric for a hungry and often angry base. There's a story. The version I'm most familiar with is from the Cherokee Nation. It is of elders talking to grandchildren about the battle that goes on inside all of us between two metaphorical wolves One is good, the other is bad. The grandchildren want to know which wolf will win. The elders answer, the one we feed. Let justice roll down like water, righteousness like a mighty stream. For our grandsons and granddaughters, remember to remember the dream. Presidential election of 1968 illuminated the divisions, contradictions, and conflicts in this country that continue to feed off each other to this day. And still the dream lives and the work continues by dreamers who do and doers who dream despite and sometimes because of the noise and the noisemakers. It continues at places we visited on the pilgrimage like the William Winter Institute on the campus of the University of Mississippi, like the Equal Justice Initiative in Montgomery where we played a small part in their lynching project. Our group went to the site where James Merriweather was lynched and each of us scooped up a bit of earth and together we filled a jar that we brought back and gently placed among other jars representing other victims, anonymous, no more. We also gathered in one of their meeting rooms where they dimmed the lights and showed a video that had been a broadcast on 60 Minutes of how Brian Stevenson had won the release of Anthony Ray Hinton a man who had spent more than 30 years of his life on death row for crimes he didn't commit. And when the lights came back up, there was Anthony Ray Hinton, 
who once we stopped clapping and sat down, shared his story. And now, as a free man, that story included a dream of going to Hawaii and lying on the beach. And by the time our pilgrimage was finished, a week later, we'd gathered enough money to help make arrangements for him to do just that. We lost another Kennedy. We also lost a king. May dreams outlive the dreamers was our fervent prayer that spring. When Humphrey lost to Nixon, no one heard of Watergate or knew all we had left to lose in 1968. It was a year like other years, the worst and best of times. Twelve months that tried our souls, that tried our hearts and minds, that brought us to the future we are living today the peril and the promise.